This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, December 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Alert on faux organic product. Broadband bills are back. Gaps linger on stimulus deal and ag groups hope for priority as vaccine okay nears. CDFA alert. This fertilizer isn't all organic. An organic fertilizer known as AgroGold WS has been contaminated with conventional herbicides, citing CDFA in issuing a quarantine order on the product. A state lab analysis detected the presence of glyphosate and diquat, which are prohibited by the USDA National Organic Program. Growers could jeopardize their organic status through continued use. Becerra tapped as Health and Human Services Secretary. President-elect Joe Biden has selected California Attorney General Xavier Becerra to head the Department of Health and Human Services. Becerra played a prominent role in crafting the Affordable Care Act as a Congress member and has been a staunch defender as Attorney General. He has supported environmental justice advocates on farm worker rights, anti-pesticide groups and challenging federal regulations, and environmental organizations and lawsuits against agriculture interests. Broadband bill returns today. Assembly member Cecilia Aguar-Curry of Winters announced at the California Economic Summit on Friday that she will reintroduce her broadband bill today. Senator Lena Gonzalez of Long Beach will bring back her counterpart measure as well. Aguar Curry said her bill would, quote, provide the necessary funding and bonding capacity to pave the way for the statewide investments in future-proof infrastructure and high-speed Internet access. It would do this by authorizing grants through the California Advanced Services Fund. Remember, as negotiations between the two houses fell apart in the final hours of session last summer, both bills were pulled from the active file. Gonzalez blamed Assemblymember Anthony Rendon of Lakewood for the action. The two authors disagreed on the basic approach to broadband. Aguar Curry favored expanding access to Internet, especially in rural regions, while Gonzalez favored improving existing connections in urban areas. Farm workers at the front line of climate change. Farm workers are being disproportionately impacted by climate change and are the least prepared for the more extreme weather events already taking place. That is according to labor advocate Marcella Morales, who heads the Central Coast Alliance United for Sustainable Economy, speaking at a Cal EPA research symposium on climate change last week. Morales said the language remains a barrier for farm workers who often speaks indigenous languages and struggle with Spanish as well as English. They work outside under poor air quality during wildfires, she added. They also are vulnerable to heat illness with the rise in extreme temperatures. Drinking water is impacted due to less rain flushing out contaminants in the soil. Because of the long hours of work, they have difficulty connecting with disaster aid offices. Road closures from wildfires or floods can cut off their communities from essential supplies. Ag leaders meet with Biden team to explain priorities. Leaders of the nation's farm organizations met with the Biden transition team Friday to discuss a host of ag issues and offer priorities for the incoming administration to address. 
As a part of a continuing dialogue around the needs of farmers and rural communities, several agriculture leaders met today with leaders from President-elect Biden's USDA transition team, the group said Friday in a statement. We appreciate the transition team's interest in hearing from farm and agriculture organizations as they work to build a foundation for agriculture with the Biden administration. The group shared a white paper of priorities with the Biden campaign this summer. Its top three priorities included COVID testing and vaccinations for processing supply chain workers, sustained, well-funded, effective and predictable language in the upcoming farm bill, and ratifying trade agreements with new and existing markets. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Scoop. Bozeman taps Poindexter for Senate Ag. Martha Scott Poindexter will be returning to the Senate Agriculture Committee as staff director for GOP Senator John Bozeman, that according to sources close to the Arkansas Senator. Poindexter previously led committee staff from 2005 to 2010 under Georgia Senator Saxby Chambliss. She moved on to the Senate Intelligence Committee for four years, most recently was vice president for government and industry affairs for Bungie. The outcome of the Senate races in Georgia will determine whether Bozeman is chair or ranking member. Senators look to nail down COVID aid deal. Optimism abounds on Capitol Hill that lawmakers will reach a deal in the coming days on a big new coronavirus relief package, probably around $900 billion. A group of 10 senators, five from each party, has been leading the talks. One of the senators, Bill Cassidy, a Louisiana Republican, says there are lingering disagreements over business liability protections and a moratorium on evictions. The bipartisan proposal includes $26 billion for agriculture and nutrition spending, $10 billion for broadband expansion. If a deal can be finalized, the package would be wrapped together with a massive fiscal 21 spending bill. For more, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. Ag groups push for vaccine priority. With the FDA nearing approval this week of the first COVID-19 vaccine, farm and food industry groups are pushing to make sure industry workers are next in line for immunization after healthcare workers and residents of long-term health facilities. Advisors to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have urged making those two groups the top priority in the first phase and plan to make recommendations to further vaccine allocations after a vaccine gets approval from FDA. With COVID cases on the rise in many states, vaccinations will play a key role in protecting essential workers such as those in the food sector, says National Pork Producers Council in a letter to the CDC Advisory Committee. It is imperative that on-farm and in-plant workers who are integral to keeping Americans fed have early access to COVID-19 vaccines. Now take note, an FDA review committee is scheduled to meet Thursday to consider recommending approval of the Pfizer vaccine. The first immunization should start within 36 hours of the agency's approval, according to Monsef Salui, chief advisor to Operation Warp Speed, the government-led effort to develop vaccines for COVID-19. Speaking on CBS Face the Nation, he said it would probably be April or May before vaccines are available widely enough for life to get back to normal. Here's today's He Said It. 
Challenges facing farmers here can have an outsized impact on the availability of food and farm products for all Americans. That California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson and a lukewarm welcome to Representative David Scott as the new House Ag Chair after CFBF's California pick failed to gain the seat. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, December 7th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.